listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Sorry, Pogues. I'm retired. I don't do podcasts anymore. Well, we still have the two weeks until your birthday, so I'm going to need to call you out of retirement. All right. I'll do one last episode, but that's it. Don't you try to kill me. While we're doing this episode, I wouldn't, so of course, have... because uh, like uh, you know, like all known hitman organizations, this podcast has a four hundred one k. I don't want to pay out. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, it was surprising how much paperwork that we did. <laughs> yeah, it's surprising that a place whose income is entirely illegal could have a four hundred one k, which are monitored a lot. Uh, we're talking about the garbage movie we watched this week. Spoiler alert, my opinion, out early. Uh, Polar. Uh, 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 Pokes, uh, sorry, real quick. I, I, I forgot, to, I wanted to discuss an addendum to my 401k paperwork. I forgot to write in, um, please don't kill me before you pay me. Is that something we can get in there at the last minute? Or <laughs> nope, that sorry, the, it's, the once that's closed... <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, then I guess just gentlemen's agreement. Don't kill me before you pay me millions of dollars. Of course. Hold on one second. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and kill Ben. Oh God, did I leave voice activation on? Send in the A team. Oh, they're here. They fell down my stairs and they all died. (laughs) They were not very good. They were. Let's just say this: the lowest team we had, the worst assassins (laughs) ever. They couldn't have been more incompetent. Uh, I don't. I don't know, folks. Assassins come in all shapes and forms. You got. Do you remember when John F. Kennedy was assassinated by someone who picked up a dumbbell and threw it at him? Oh yeah. <laughs> do you remember how uh, John F. Kennedy was assassinated by them making him have sex with a woman before a sniper shot him, which defeats the fucking you know, purpose of a sniper? You know, it's a shame they don't build sniper rifles powerful enough to kill a person, or that they didn't teach that guy how to aim for their head. Please don't, and also, listeners, please don't clip that part about me asking for a <laughs> rifle about one of to kill a person. Don't worry, it's going into the, the NRA's oh, already no. clipped it. Oh, no. Uh, as I, I'm their new spokesperson. That's right, it's, it's, <laughs> oh, it's you, no. Ted Nugent, and the ghost of, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. A, f- a fate worse than death! Um, did... Hey, we, we watched Polar from Netflix in case we hadn't made that extremely clear. I think you said it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I blacked out uh, for a, a little movie, bit, much like I did do huge which, swaths of this movie. Which, legitimately, this is the plot. A hitmen are required to retire at 50 because they're worried about them getting Alzheimer's, something which usually doesn't affect you till you're in your 70s. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and they have a retirement plan. And the guy who runs the hitman organization doesn't want to pay the retirements out, so he's killing off all of the hitmen who are retiring. That's the plot of this movie, is a guy who runs a hitman organization doesn't want to pay benefits. Why was that even a thing? <laughs> like, I, I mean, hitmen are notoriously contract killers. They, they don't work for a company. It's so insane that that's the plot of this movie. I couldn't believe when they started explaining it. And yeah, and then they never explain like... what the deal is, why he needs to do it. It's just we're told that there's three people wearing sunglasses who want it to happen. If you've ever, like, perhaps watched um, John Wick and said, boy, I love the world building they're doing in this franchise, but they don't talk about taxes enough. <laughs> well, this was uh, midway through the movie. I put down this note, which is, are you familiar with the meme where it's like, 
can we have coke uh, mom we have coke at home and then <laughs> at home there's a picture of like rc cola this movie yeah. felt like it was like a director being like can i do john wick and they're like we have john wick at home and then it was a picture of this script because this is just knockoff shitty john wick it is so it really is so and it's, it's great john just... wick without understanding why people liked john wick sort of it's... like the sequel to john it's it's John Wick that they tried to sort of like drizzle in like a little bit of um of like smoking aces, you know? Yes. Or like one of the other like hyper stylized. It like, was John uh, Wick movies. Smoking Aces minus like they try to have like their their like other hitmen are all supposed to be like characters. Oh, cool. But, Title cards. But they're not at all. They're just like the same generic person. But it's like that and then mix it in with like a little bit of Austin Powers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then and I, then the beginning just, of Phantom Menace where they talk about the trade embargo for too long. Yeah, I, I was it was going to make a Phantom Menace joke. So let me just <laughs> let me just cross it off my pad here. Um uh if 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 you thought and if and if you thought that that, that sounds appetizing, how about um how about Mads Milkinson and I guess a a a horse tranquilized Vanessa Hudgens? That just sort of stare into the middle distance together in between cut scenes of Matt Lucas doing sort of like wacky stand up. And I guess, I guess, I guess we'll just, I guess we're just wasting Richard Dreyfus now. We're just wasting him now, are we? He just, are we? Well, I, I guess what happened was he was like, no, I, I'll be in your movie for 40 seconds. They're like, you can't do more. He's like, no, I've got a thing. Nah, nah. <laughs> like, what's that? And he's like, just, it's a thing. I, I can't go into it. <laughs> I can't be giving you details. Jesus. I have a sense. <laughs> I mean, he I mean, could he's not have cared less. I mean, to, to be fair, he's not like in anything anymore. But I mean, just seeing, uh, you know, just seeing uh, uh, Hooper, you know, for, I, it, it, seeing, it really makes you realize time has, sure has passed. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, trying and to, it turns out drugs are bad for you. <laughs> Trying to face off that Oscar winner Richard Dreyfus is is just gonna be here, and and this will be on his IMDb somewhere in the same list as Close Encounters of a Third Kind, perhaps. And, one and Jaws, one of the best movies ever made as well. And one of the Jaws, one of the best movies ever made. Um, and, and and then this uh, movie where there's a three and a half minute <laughs> scene watching Mad Mickelson fuck like a twenty five year old woman whose ability as a hit person is she has a vagina as near as I can tell. I think it was in because she never Senegal. seems to actually do anything other than right, offer right, to right. blow people. So like, she's just a person with syphilis. I, there's um, there's a uh, you know, there's that joke in I think it's something about Mary where it's like, oh, you gotta you gotta jerk off before you go on a date, you know? Yeah, you know, gotta get the baby batter off the head or mind or whatever. Uh, uh, exactly. Yeah, I, I feel like I should have told uh, jo- Jonas here who directed this film. Just do one on just just crank one out real quick before writing the script because you were way too horny when you I wrote. Mean, I, I don't know if like the comic is like that, but like the movie literally it's starts not. one with Johnny Knoxville, which I put down immediately. This isn't a good sign. But then he died, and I was like, maybe I'm wrong, but I wasn't. Uh, and then they introduce uh, Cindy, who they just keep repeatedly showing her ass and her breast in a bikini. And like when I say it, like. Showing them, not like she's walking by like Gal Gadot in Fast and the Furious. She has a title card. One of them is her face. One of them is her boobs. One of them is her butt. Like, in like uh, some sort of 
montage? Or yeah. What would you call that? Uh... Well, it's confusing because, um, you know, the, co- the the comic is a real, like, uh, uh, like, kind of classic noir. It's from, like, a Norwegian artist, I think webcomic at first. So it's really hard to figure out where they may have taken source material. But there is an edition from it called uh, Came In From The Cold, um, which is basically... Almost, almost exactly the same sequence in when they the quote unquote A team attacks him at his cabin, um, and and that that is where like that basic the, the comic basically is almost a direct parallel, and I think there's some other stuff with the weird shit with like the gun gloves at the end, but the entire like first hour is just invented for the movie, and it is without a doubt the most boring part. <laughs> I don't. I don't. There's like four or five graphic novels of Polar. I don't. There must really? have been more content. Well, th- this yeah. this movie ends. Well, there's like, there's setting small, up and, a sequel, and I was like, how dare you? How could you watch short. this movie and be like, yep, people are gonna want a second <laughs> dose of this shit? They're relatively short graphic novels, and some of them are just anthologies of you know the the web comic uh, about the assassin. So it's hard to tell what was like written for like a cohesive story and what's just like print off the web page. Why was it but, called uh, Polar, by the way, too? Because that's not his name. That I haven't figured out. It's not <laughs> I, established. I could not that figure that one out. I was like, wait, he doesn't live in like the polar ice caps or anything. His name is the Black. But they based Kaiser, this whole thing. I don't on... see why his name couldn't just be Kaiser. Why did it have to be the Black Kaiser? And then Polar came came from the cold. It's just it's, it's basically just him being attacked by this assassin group after he's retired and then he like goes back to get revenge so the stuff with vanessa hudgens the stuff with them going from his properties throughout the united oh, states oh and, like this killing random people that was all invented and for what well that that does make me feel because like in watching this i thought if this is how the comic is how who would who would have bought this who would have possibly bought this and been like yep because it's this is I know I say a lot of things are terrible if you've listened to this podcast, but, like, this is just almost unwatchable. And it's, like, one of those things, too, where it's, like, how do you fuck up a movie where the plot is, assa- you know what I mean, like, assassins hunting assassins? It's Think about how good John Wick is, the first one. The second one is not very or good. Even just, and the third even one just... actually gets worse when he gets a bulletproof suit. Really defeats the purpose of a movie about people shooting at each other, but I digress. Yeah, I, I mean it's 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 pretty ludicrous that that this failed this badly, especially when like your whole thing is showing off cool kills. I mean, there's a number of movies that base their premise off of hitmen doing. You know, Jason Statham is in ten of them a year. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, know? yeah. There's definitely like like I said. I mean, like John Wick is, is a prime example of a movie where they were just like, what if we just show like sort of realistic gunfights where a person just actually, you know like two people fighting who are really good at it and how interesting that could be. This is like, I couldn't believe when they introduced a group and they were like, this is the A team. Yeah. Cause let's talk about the A team's first attempt. This, this group that's supposed to yeah, be the so, cool so, villains so let's that, start, that yeah, die yeah. halfway through the movie. And this is the, the start of the movie is the quote unquote A team. Now this is a group of five or four or five hitmen, which again, I don't really. Need, I don't think the person who wrote this knows what hitmen are. Like they usually don't work in a large, easily recognizable group, where there's like one of you is always has like a handlebar mustache and dresses like a cowboy, and um, 
one of you is i don't know like they each had like a bit like one of you is an asian girl who only wears leather bodysuits. like you'd be really noticeable but they're introduced and their plan is this guy is retired to his mansion in chile which is in the middle of nowhere there's a sniper and instead of just shooting this guy while he's outside at his pool not behind any cover not you know no safety he's literally just at a pool in a wide open area they have to send this woman in whose job it is is to seduce him and then offer him a blowjob so that the sniper can then shoot him and hit him in like the shoulder not in a place that would kill him which again defeats the purpose of a sniper yeah and and there's nothing about their any there's not one thing about them that makes a, a hair of sense because you established it earlier um cindy the seducer seems to not have any combat skills which she, is she, i'm wondering she actually why leaves, she's an assassin she actually leaves at one point during that final scene to go get a pistol and change into a like one like a like what are those things called like um mechanics wear a jumpsuit oh yeah 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 she goes to change into like a ricky a coverall Bobby jumpsuit <laughs> which... yeah like a coverall i i, I don't it, there's it's a five-man fucking team one guy is a WWE style wrestler dude, and he is apparently just the driver. Yeah, who, who owns like who flies a helicopter, but then doesn't pick up the fifth assassin. He has to walk back. He has to walk, <laughs> which back. I thought was a weird, like a weird thing the, to throw in. They're like, "We'll see you back at base." It's like you're in a helicopter. Fucking go get him. I'm not like a gun guy or anything, but the sniper is there assembling what is uncharacteristically a high-powered potentially anti-material rifle. Yes, which which again yeah, it looks like, sort it was of like, like a Barrett 50 cal. Yeah, and he puts, like, one weak, like, 22 round through a guy's shoulder from what appears to be about 200 feet away. Yeah, yeah, he, he's, like, in a tree line, easily visible by this guy. And by the way... And, he, like, and the only way he can make the shot is if this woman offers this guy a blowjob. And, and has him stand remotely still, even though he's, he was, like... Even though he was sitting down, not moving... He was sitting down He's, he's not like moving. laying down, not moving. And again, this guy and shoots why did, him. And but does why not is kill she him. even there? Because theoretically, the sniper could just shoot come him. out there. That's the point. And, yeah, that's what I mean. Is and just and wait for him to come out to use the pool and shoot him. Because guess what else this guy doesn't have? A single guard. Yeah, he has no guards. He's not wearing a bulletproof vest. He's outside doing cocaine. I don't think you guys needed five people to complete no. this assassination. What I love also is that the movie's opener is trying to establish some things to you, like, you know, uh, Facundo is the sniper, and Cindy is, like, the assassin, uh, or, like, the seducer, who you think might have, like, charisma, or be, like, the face, and, like, maybe she can no, just take on seems, lots of... She seems like she might have suffered brain damage. Yeah, the assumption might be from the beginning that this is just one of her various, like, uh, aliases that she takes and she could just sort of you know uh, 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 she's very good at disguise work or something no she just dresses she just dresses like as scaly clad as possible and just gets them horny so that they can be shot which I, I do not understand but then yeah there's there's as you mentioned there's somebody who just is just a regular pistol carrying assassin I yeah guess. yeah there, and then there's, there's a guy who's um ed sharon with a beard yeah, there's a, there's a very very red-haired individual who wears a tracksuit who's named Alexi and I think attempts a Russian accent at one point and has no 
specialties that I can discern. His specialty is he's a redhead, which I guess is a specialty. I guess. The driver is this, like, gigantic WWE guy who is later seen, like, this, like, barrel rolling into people with, like, a big gun. Like, why is... How did this, like... How did this dude get on the team? Like, what does he do? I don't and that's understand. the thing is, like, you would think in a group like this there would be something. Like, it takes four of them to kill an unarmed man. He eventually picks yeah. up a pistol, and it takes all four of them while the helicopter guy is just sitting down somewhere. And it's like, I don't... It was just so dumb. And then they're sent to find Mad Mickelson's character, and they can't. The only yeah. reason they find him is because mm-hmm. Mad Mickelson is the fucking biggest more. He's he's bought like all these extra properties, let people live in them. All this stuff, and then he sends checks out from the bank in the town he's in. Like what the fuck was that? He has like eighteen bank accounts. Why would he use the one in the city he was hiding in? It was so stupid. He goes through all this effort to conceal himself, and it's not even, like, an interesting thing that well, takes Well, and then it's, out. like, they murder his accountant. They murder some pervert who lives in one of his buildings. They murder some fat guy who lives in another one. And they murder, like, a group of teens who are squatting in his third property. All while in broad daylight, all with unsilenced guns, because why would assassins have silenced weapons? Uh, all ineffectually, the, they almost get beat by a man who looks like he's too fat to get out of his chair, which I guess was supposed to be a bit, because they were in Florida, so he, he was a fatso. He farted, though! That was funny! Yeah, I mean, and they were trying to choke him, and Cindy was just, like, cheering and laughing. I mean, it was just, it was the worst. She was also really upset when he died, which I don't totally understand. Um, but I, I can't get over that this movie did not have... Even for lacking a plot or any 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 tangible sequence of interesting fight sequence uh, fight combat, except maybe when Mads is in it, it's okay. I mean, when but, he kills all them, it was kind of okay. But it was also that's something I didn't understand, which we can come back to. Finish your point. Uh, uh, but but so outside of outside of just half the movie is watching these weirdos just goof around in unrelated locations. And the other half of the movie, for at least the first, like, two-thirds, is, like, Mads Milkinson just frowning in, a, in like, an old South Pacific, you know, a North North Pacific town. And and just sort of, like, wandering around being quiet. And, like, I couldn't get over... I'm sure some reviewers have said this and called the movie Bipolar. Because I couldn't get over some of the sequences where it was, like, he's walking through town. He's staring at, you know, something in the distance. And he's thinking about something horrible he's done. And... It's oh, all very I sad, and, also, and, then, and then and then he, and then he looks up over at the diner, and 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 uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Vanessa Hudgens is in there, and she's sad because her her life's sort of at a dead end here, and she's she's got no one, and she's sort of staring out the window in the middle distance, and there's a drizzle of rain coming down. And then the movie's like, "Did you enjoy that? Is it interesting? All right, bam, bro, we're in Miami. Here's a fat guy. He's farting. Yes. And, Get the, and, and there's like and a the, rock. We're music doing playing. cocaine." I was like, ah, like what's happening? And there's like, always like a on? shitty title card before it happens. And then like it, it is it, it but it is like literally that breakdown. You think I'm exaggerating? I just yeah. want to show you a clip of that exact thing happening where it's like morose, like drama staring, and then suddenly just like jumping into like a porn scene. And you're just like, whoa, 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 slow down. Movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what it are we is doing? like what are we what's doing? also weird is like there's a scene where we're. Mads Mikkelsen is learning about his neighbor and she tells him 
she says that she has problems because it, it's she tells the story as if like maybe she was she was either beaten or raped or something yeah, and how she wants he- to get it's revenge. heavily implied that she was that she was raped by someone at a at a previous uh yeah job yeah and she's talking about how terrible it is and how she just thinks that if she could see him and kill him it would all go away and all this and it's like a really serious mo- like scene and then he goes into town to buy her a present because you know he feels bad for her and he likes her she's nice uh, and then on his way back the assassins have found him uh cindy's car is broken down and this guy who again is an assassin has been told at the beginning of the movie three other retired assassins have been killed picks this girl up drives into his house says she can spend the night because there's no tow truck why he didn't just drive her back into town he couldn't possibly have lived that far away from town but then she says and i quote i said i'd never fuck anyone as old as my father and then they fuck for three to four minutes worth of screen time in which you see mad mickelson's ass all of this poor woman uh and it goes on and on and keep in mind less than seven or eight minutes before this a girl was telling a story about how she was raped and this is what the movie goes to and i was like boy somebody should have done a pass on this and just been like maybe let's not put the gratuitous sex scene moments after a girl talked about a traumatic sex you know even though it turns out that's not what's wrong with her or maybe that did also happen i wasn't sure but it's it was just so crazy and like the hitmen are all there watching all she has to do is use the code word time for a blowy which these are like direct quotes this is the caliber of writing we're getting uh, she proceeds to fuck Mads Mikkelsen for what appears to be like 20 minutes of movie time. Not like screen time, but like time in the movie. And it's like, why are you doing this? Just, why don't you just have a gun and shoot him? Why didn't you just wait for him to fall asleep? He was going to let you stay in his house. Why it's... did you have to do this? Just wait for him to fall asleep. He's an older gentleman. He falls asleep. You pull out a gun and you shoot him four times. It seems like a way more effective way to murder somebody than to be like, let's engage in intercourse for a while then i'll offer to give you a blowy and then this is a question i need you to answer did he know he was about to be shot or did he just lift her up for sex reasons there is definitely a scene where he like his his eyebrows raise i think it's because the guy's like stupid fucking sniper laser because he's the worst sniper ever. I, yeah i did not notice i was like did did he see the laser or not we see we fucking see mads using this rifle later it's got heat it's yes. got a heat vision on it also, it's a cold just, cabin you, just, you've got everything you need what's the laser for <laughs> so just a heads up i'm not really sure like you want a laser sight on a sniper rifle because like you don't it really lets people know you're there also you are again 200 300 feet away not far enough away to be like wow this guy's great (laughs) like you're not that you're so close that he gets out of his house and makes it to you in less than a minute so you're like slightly across the river it's it was crazy i mean like it's astonishing like the idea that i I don't know it was dumb that like he's in there again this guy's using a sniper rifle that can't kill people because he shoots that girl and she's perfectly fine um he yeah. he cannot hit anything unless it's she, being given a blowjob we find out because as he fires at him he misses 
she is shot in the torso and she continues to give out pin perfect <laughs> accurate intel about where he is and what he's doing like she is not even remotely phased by yes. this bullet like put bullets in your gun like i don't know what you're again, doing again she doesn't have a gun because... but i mean this is this is the same thing from earlier in the very beginning with by the way we i don't think we ever said it but it's um no, Jack I, I said it was Johnny Knoxville okay. cuz I said I, it was a bad sign but then it was a good just, sign they killed him I, I, I could I couldn't remember um in the Johnny Knoxville scene like he he has just like a pistol sort of like loosely on a tray and she's there like she could have just picked it up and then killed him and that's it like I don't know, or, or at least taken the gun out of the equation so when he goes to get it it's missing you know what I mean like a thousand things same yes. here like he just picks a pistol up off his nightstand that she was readily aware of. Also, and you think again, during this seduction, she could have scooped it or something? Or, or here's something she could have done. Just waiting Anything. for him to fall asleep. He was just going to go to bed. He didn't the, know you were an assassin until, I believe, he saw a laser or figured yeah. out because you were giving a is blowy the, too late into sex. I could not figure out what's going on. Is the assassination something that comes... Uh, uh, like, like, is the assassination company paying this woman just to sleep with people so that the, so that these these very bad assassins have at least a shot of killing them? Like, because if it, it if is, the, yeah. I, I, I think if the target is even remotely cognizant, like if they're just on cocaine, they're like, that's not good enough, man. He's we're gonna all miss, and he's gonna get us. <laughs> like, we gotta yes. have we gotta have her in there, providing a second distraction. Also, we need a guy oh with a sniper God. rifle whose bullets are like subsonic and by the time they reach him it'll hurt but like they'll be fine they'll still be able to function i and whatever you do don't aim for that melon don't aim for that kill shot guy whose specialty is being a sniper in case nobody's aware you only aim at people's heads when you're a sniper mostly if you're trying to kill them you don't really think let's try a couple body shots What's what's astonishing too is that this all happens that what we're this whole fight scene that we're happening uh, that, that we're describing happens an hour in to an hour and uh, like forty five minute movie, so everything we watched for the first hour has just, mostly I would say it's probably been an even even fifty uh, fifty split between Mads Milkinson like talking to his accountant yeah. and like getting and, a, like getting and, a prostate exam. Yeah, getting a prostate. That's Doing a joke, a by the way. thing where he goes to a class and teaches them We're not kidding. We're not kidding. Mads Wilkinson gets a prostate exam. And then eats pie. And then eats pie and talks about depression. That's not a joke. Eats not pie a joke. with a guy who just had his finger up his ass. Um, and, and then we have, yeah, like a weird scene that I cannot fathom where, um, you know, this small town is so sad and so depressed, which, by the way, it's not maybe particularly accurate <laughs> like it's kind of rude of you movie uh that rural america is just full of sad people going nowhere but um but this 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 school this school of like eight children apparently needs uh mads they, to they invite in mads in and he brings a knife and then explains to him that it's not a stabbing weapon it's a slashing weapon and then shows how you would kill somebody with it he's and, he's he's at the class because he told uh, the girl who I don't remember the character's name at all. Uh, he told her that he was a person who goes and collects bodies of like Americans when they die overseas. Why would you not, when he showed up with a knife, be like, 
we need to call the police immediately. Well, I was deeply confused because at first it seemed like an okay bit because at the beginning when they first did it, I thought it was like a fever dream. He was describing like how to like how to like kill someone with this curry blade, and they cut to Vanessa Hudgens who brought him there, and she's outside. And I thought the bit was that like she's the school teacher and she's like not sitting in on the the discussion so he, he's just kind of like going rogue and talking about what he knows but then they cut around and like the teacher is there and i can't read the scene and like yeah she this... seems not that concerned until he shows the kids a picture of a corpse that's been left out in the sun uh, yeah i was stunned like is this funny like is he doing a thing where he like shouldn't be talking about something so serious and the kids are thrilled or is the movie being like everyone's fine with this? Like I don't want. I, I don't know I, what I could, the scene the was. The scene was Be- entirely the, pointless and just very confusing. The teacher has no reaction to what's going on. She just kind of like nods along as if it's fine, and then occasionally looks like upset, and then it's unclear, and then he's like, "Yeah, we're fine," and then we move on. And 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 again, like all of this is happening, but we're spending half of our time when it's not Mads Milkinson doing a daily chore. It's these assassins, like, wandering through the United States, just attacking people at, like, at seemingly, ra- like, 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 randomly tied to these homes. And then, Again, and never then, with silencers, always in the middle of the afternoon. Do you know how loud a gun is? Like, if you shot a person in an apartment building, everyone within, like, four floors would be like, I think someone just got shot. Guns are really fucking loud. And then after a full, full fucking hour of this... These assassins just sort of shit on their own hands and die. And then I'm like, what, what, why did I spend so much time with these bad characters? I, yeah, when, when he, like, they show up and he killed them off. And I was like, oh, that, that beginning was so boring. It must have been way long. And I paused the movie and looked at how much time was left. I was like, wait, why did I have to suffer through them as characters if they were just going to die midway through the movie? Like, you can't introduce characters like that and then be like, well, they're done. Anyways, moving on. Here's the next villain. Yeah, uh, it's it's offensive. It's 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 offensive as a concept of filmmaking. Um, and before I glaze over it too far, I have to ask: what the fuck was going on in Miami? Because you know, a lot of the other well, the scenes got more and more confusing. Because the first, you know, the first attack is his accountant to get the information. That makes sense. And then they go to the but, first but again, place. Keep in mind, if you were hunting a man that is an assassin and you want to kill him, why would you murder somebody who he definitely knows and talks to? Because, like, what if he just happens to see the news story that this man right. was brutally murdered? Or he calls him and his secretary is like, he was murdered. He'd be like, oh, shit, there's assassins coming for me. Why wouldn't you just pose as a lawyer and be like, we need to get in touch with him? about his 401k payout we, yeah. we we missed some paperwork we need him to sign can you have him come in like they're just really bad at being assassins their plan is literally just to walk in anywhere shooting their guns and hope the person they were trying to kill is there i just don't understand like what even was happening in the scriptwriter's or director's head for these people because the first one makes a little bit of sense these kids move into a house i kind of even like the idea they're like we don't pay rent here. This house just always empty. Because I yeah. wondered when you like when you say an assassin has four homes, you'd probably not be surprised to discover that many of them are just empty and people in the neighborhood are like, "What's going on?" Um, but but it's, that was that was that made sense. And then they go to Miami, and there's just like a rapist living there. Like I don't 
Is he squatting too? Does well, Mad? No. Did no, Mad? He, he pays rent. He says he pays rent to the accountant. But did that guy, like, did he get it? Like, what kind of writing was was that? Scene? I, I, I could not figure out if it was supposed to be like he thought she was a prostitute he had hired who was there to yeah. be like hard fucked or something. I mean, it was just she. Was she shows confusing. up. She shows up pretending to be. I think she mentioned like a survey. Yeah, but she's, she's supposed like, to be like a census person, but she's dressed like she's about to strip. Yeah, she's dressed like a, like, like a stripper. She has like Daisy, like the. Uh, they're not even Daisy Dukes. They're, they're not they're Daisy Dukes. Denim. They're underwear. They're, that's they're denim. De- de- denim thong. <laughs> yeah, and she and she struts up in like a denim thong and, and a like cowboy a, hat. a see-through lace thing with like a coat over it. Yeah, and and, for some and, reason, and comes in, and and he just has a room with a plastic covered mattress and like two cameras. And as soon as she comes and in, there's no other furniture but like a wet bar. He he hits her uh, across the face hard. She's bleeding immediately, and then says, "So what do you like? Do you like being hit?" All right, number one, dude, on 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 you know on consent. That's not how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do the thing, then ask if they're into it. And but then when the team busts in, as he's about to rape or kill her, unclear, his dialogue just becomes like a, just like a just like a AI generated. Well, he like, also is like unconcerned when they pull guns and stuff on him. They he's pull like, what guns. What the fuck are you doing here? It's like this he's is like, not people's reaction. His, his dialogue becomes like, fuck you. This sucks. I hate this. I don't like you. This is bad, and I don't like it. Where's your warrant? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, when he said, where's your warrant? I was like, this guy thinks that the like the Asian girl with like weird makeup and a full like Bruce Lee leather jumpsuit yeah, the, on. The, the, and then like girl, a guy who looks like uh, this Jesse cyberpunk the Body Vince. Jesse the Body this, this fucking cyberpunk NPC is like yes. a, a federal officer. Like what the fuck? And then but his lines, could, even with guns in his face, his lines continue to be, oh fuck, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't like this. I You should get out of here. I'm trying to have lunch. Fuck you. Yeah. Like it, it is the it is the weirdest dialogue I've ever heard, and it continues when they go to Florida or whatever, and they and they attack I mean, the big fat guy. I, I mean, because the same thing like, about the big fat guy is like, I I guess the like I don't know. The he's, problem he's is, wearing makeup and he farts. Like that's that's what we wrote well, in the movie. And like the problem oh, with the entire bit is like they're showing up and it's like clearly. I mean, after the first guy, you'd be like, huh. When you get to the second house and it's just squatters, you'd be like, oh, he's not living in any of these. And, like, instead of just breaking in the door, why don't we just watch the place for, I don't know, 35 minutes and see that he doesn't live there? But, yeah, like, the joke is he's really fat and they can't hold him down because he's really fat, but he also appears to not be able to get up. And then they shoot him and they think he's dead and they go to leave and he wakes up and says, fuck you, I'm going to fucking kill. Why would he do that? Why wouldn't he just lay there until they left and then call an ambulance because he's been shot? And was the bit supposed to be that he was so fat that they couldn't kill him? I think so. Uh, but I also I mean it was uh, it was just bad. Like the rapist guy, I don't get it. Like did did he rent his house out to just like an angry guy that just like when assassins show up he's like, "Oh, damn it. Get fuck you." Like I just yeah, I don't I don't, I, don't yeah. I don't know why all these people are like Someone broke in and is like points gun in their face and they're just like, "Err, this is this is frustrating." I was trying to, I was trying to watch TV. It's like I don't, I don't know who these people are. Um, and so at this junction point, which is again an hour in and is the only point in which the movie catches up to anything that could be considered a source material, 
Um, that's when it turns into probably more of like a John Wick movie because you but know, again, he's captured the lens of Austin Powers or something. Yeah, because the villains are gone. There's just the main guy who just has a bunch of like faceless, like you know, stormtroopers. That yeah, yeah, who are all just dressed as dressed like ops. Yeah, and he has like. A, a, a disconcerting amount of them by the way what kind of job is that you know what i mean well, like I, you show up every day to like guard a hitman fortress i i that's, a, that's what i mean that's it's a, like that's a shitty job and i'll tell you why right now because your day is either you're extremely bored because it's a secret hitman organization so who are you keeping out except for the one time that they piss off an assassin and he comes to kill everybody and you die a horrible death. But I, that, so that is what, one thing that I gave this movie. The worst job in the world. <laughs> I did give this movie credit for doing something which I thought was great was in the final time after he's killed like almost all of this guy's bodyguards, he calls them and they're like, fuck it. And they all just leave. And he's yeah. calling them to yell at them. And they're like, yeah, you're on your own, man. I was like, finally, a group of people who were like, Makes yeah, way more I'm sense. not going to die for like, you know... Also, I'm aware that you're killing these people so you don't have to pay their benefits. So why would I keep working for you? I, I know you're just going to murder me when I retire. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a dumb plot. And the bad guy has some sort of weird thing where he keeps putting too much lotion on his hands. And he's fat. And he has, like, a really bad haircut. And he has, like, a... Who was it? Boris Yeltsin who had that, uh, like, birthmark on his forehead. Was that him? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. was that yeah. Gorbachev? He, it's Gorbachev. He has the Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has that. And then he's just... Mark. At one point, he's talking to this shadow organization that we assume is going to buy his organization. They never explain what they're there for. Uh, and he's doing the Star Wars kid routine with a sword. He seems like a character I, I that would make... I could not figure out like, what the... It was, it was clear that like the person who wrote it was like, oh my god. I'm, it se- this is so funny. It seems like this character would have made sense in like an episode of Archer, where like they they hired Matt Lucas yes. to voice to voice a character that looks like him, and he like runs a he's just like the shitty son of a guy who ran like a prestigious hitman organization, and he's just like a big a big turd that they make fun of. Like that's that's the character he's playing, but that's opposite Mads Milkinson, who was doing a John Wick. So it's extremely confusing and disorienting. Can doing a John Wick just be an expression we use from now? On? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what he's doing. He's just, like, dour all the time. and he, Great and he's shot, like, man. Yeah, I'm just doing a John Wick. Just doing a John Wick. Um, that's and what then, I yeah, say when I take a shit. I'm real serious about it. I don't know what that means. Neither do I. Because <laughs> I liked the first John Wick. Um, And, yeah, the, the rest of the movie tries to, to sort of, like, rotate. It, to be like, hey, remember, remember Vanessa Hudgens' character? She's still in this. Well, and I and think she, that's... I, I think you hit it like completely on the head with the, the bipolar thing is like this movie feels like they because i thought the vanessa hudgens i really should have paid attention to what her character's name was i, I feel like her i don't even remember what matt nicholson's character's name is i feel duncan like, duncan or or his hitman name which is the black kaiser which, which again, i don't i do not understand somehow it feels racist uh <laughs> but yeah i didn't understand that either because he doesn't appear to be I mean, like, isn't the Kaiser just already bad enough? <laughs> like, historically, yeah. I don't think we're really fans of the Kaiser. But, like, the part with her, I assumed, was from the comic. And then I assumed the killing him after he had retired was from the comic. 
And then I, I was hoping that the rest, because so much of the movie feels like it is told, it is written by somebody else. And this person thinks they are hilarious. Like, there's so many bad, like, pun, like, a couple people have really bad pun names. Uh, there's, like, a lot of really bad jokes. Uh, there's also just, like, it's, like, the movie's way too horny, and it's gross every time. Yeah, it... Like, like, there's, like, there's a scene where he calls that woman who's, like, his contact, and she just has her face in between two girls' asses, and she's just spanking them and licking them. And I was like, what what is going on? Why is this in the movie? Like, what does this tell me about anything? Why is this happening? You know what I mean? Like, it, it was just like the director was like, give me some asses. It just felt so gross, and I felt bad for the actress, because I'm like, yeah. did she know this was in the movie before she agreed? I also... Uh, I- I find it deeply uh, frustrating that the movie sets up the the main the main villain as um, again played by um, Matt Tom uh, Matt Lucas. Um, they build it up as like the new villain to sort of like turn your focus to after they kill the useless assassins, and he's killed off screen. <laughs> so yes, it's like I cannot even cannot fun. That. It's not even fun. Well, this is also <laughs> like all right you remember the scene in john wick where they're gonna kill him and he's in that church and then uh willem defoe like shoots one guy or like breaks the chair and then he gets out and he's really beat up but he manages to get out and you're like that was pretty cool this movie uh mads mickelson gets caught by dreyfus who does something which i would consider a real hitman move which is using any sort of thought beforehand to commit the murder he, he catches him he shakes his hand and then drugs him with some sort of weird drug that's on handkerchiefs but we're told that when the fat guy shows up uh what, what was the, do you remember what the bad guy's name is uh the the main one yeah uh matt lucas's character yeah i don't remember what his, what his name is uh blute like mr right. blute or something like that yeah. yes he shows up and he's mad because he was dating uh cyberpunk girl from, from the a-team and uh so he is gonna torture duncan and mm-hmm. it's like what would you say five or six minutes yeah it's a it's, it's a long time. they're like day one because he's gonna do it for four days before he has to kill him because otherwise he'll have to pay him his retirement and so that's important that he has to die beforehand he's like tied up in your basement can't you just lie about when he died like you know what i mean like what are you gonna do shoot him and then take him to the coroner's office and be like it's right before his birthday again anyways i mean just really quick i'm again to draw like the 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 john wick comparison they keep pretending as if there's this big cabal of assassin organizations that are going to be like monitoring this like they do in the john wick he's like you can't kill him in this space that's illegal yeah Um, you mean where john wick sets up a story that makes sense which is hitmen just work for themselves but there's like a bigger organization that gives out like rewards for being hitmen right right that's the sort of thing they're pretending at but again yeah you're right like all of this is happening like out of the purview of whoever might be an overseer so who wh- why are you why are you why are you focus why are you sticking true to contracts like what does that matter at all <laughs> yeah like in john wick there's like this over this like you know group that controls all hitmen you know and they, they put out the contracts and anyone can hire them and, you know, you get those gold coins and whatever. And John Wick leaves. And people are upset because, you know, he was really good at his job, but he wanted to be with his wife. Great. Really good story. You know, very sad. She passes away. He's fine to stay with him. This kid's an idiot. And you get the John Wick movie. Great movie. This, they never explain 
how like what this company is how they have a retirement why it would matter that he has to pay it out because part of it is john is is duncan's money that's how retirements like they 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 say that he was putting in the max and that damocles was matching him to the maximum which is like how a 401k works and now damocles has to pay out that money that's not how it works they already paid the money they don't have it anymore it's in his account they don't own it so when he retires they don't owe him eight the eight million dollars he just gets the eight million dollars that he already has it's already out of damocles damocles doesn't have that money you know what i mean like that's not how 401ks work it's not their money until he dies like they've already lost the eight million dollars so it doesn't matter if they pay him or not and then the i guess the idea is they get back but it's like 29 million dollars it's like you're this mammoth hitman organization with like a secret base you have like all of this train like you know you're you employ hundreds of people it looks like i feel like 29 million dollars isn't that good you know what i mean <laughs> like it feels like if, if he was able to make eight million dollars in a 401k match he they must charge a lot of money for an assassination so why are they like they're like well, he's not getting nine million dollars it just seemed like so like the building they were in had to cost a hundred million dollars so he's not getting a full like you know they're not paying one million dollars for an assassination and then giving him all of it you know what i mean like well that's they, they implied later he takes a job where he's they said if you'll kill this guy you get a million dollars so if they're being paid a million dollars, $29 million is not a lot of money. That's 29 assassinations. Yeah. You employ 450 people. You better be doing 29 assassinations a year at least. And like you said, yeah, like they would obviously take some of the money, like at least 50% probably, you know, like they're a hair salon. <laughs> it was just like the plot of this movie made zero sense. And it was so dumb that every time they brought it up, I was like, this is so stupid. Why couldn't it just be he kills them because he can't have people who are retired who know about Damocles alive. So they have to be killed off. And they're like the original crop of assassins. Or like they were the assassins his dad hired. And now he wants to get rid of them because he wants to, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's so many other ideas for why they have to kill this guy. Some sort of weird like retirement scheme just seems so dumb and then like i said we watched this scene where he like swings his sword around and then tells a really boring story and then he's like I, i'll get back the money if they die and these people who are all wearing sunglasses are like okay we'll proceed with the deal what deal i don't know who these people are they haven't been in the movie yet and guess what they're never in the movie again so it's confusing what the deal is why it matters and why he can't just give this guy the eight million dollars after it's clear that he's definitely going to come kill them again eight million dollars doesn't seem like it's that much money for a company that pays one million dollars they offer him two million dollars to kill one guy so like yeah, and so presumably they're, they're getting like million dollars and it also why does Matt mickelson need eight million dollars if he was being paid a million dollars a kill whoever requested the hit probably paid like four million so it's yeah, like why well, it's, it's, it's so yeah. weird it was just like i was like this is you were so you, you were right on the money with stupid with your phantom menace trade negotiation because again J jason statham farts out one of these movies every month like the, it's fine if he's just an assassin who retires 
for any conceivable reason, and they, then they try to kill him. Yeah, there's, if, there's about 750 if, of these movies. If the Most movie, of them starring Nicolas Cage and, uh, who was the if guy the movie, Taken? If the movie, oh yeah, Liam Neeson. If the movie just started with Baz Nelkinson in a bar, and someone's like, hey, what's going on? You got work today? No, I'm retired. Retired from what? Killing. Oh shit, that's crazy. Oh, look out. You know, they're here to kill you now. Like, if, if that was the movie's opener, everyone in the audience would be like, all right. Yeah, I, I mean, it. like, here's how, here's how you start the movie in the first ten minutes. Yeah, I got it. All right. They show Johnny Knoxville, whatever. He goes to the funeral. He sees that girl, and he says, you know, like, what happened? This is, like, the fourth one of us who's died. And yep. she's like, boy, I, I don't know. Somebody, you know, somebody thinks that it's people. Somebody's tracking down all the people who killed, like, who worked for us as revenge. Oh, that's that's not good. Well, I'm going to disappear. And she's like, all right, cool. And then have it be that somebody is and it's either the organization or it's just another group who's like yeah you you killed a, a you guys were involved in a like a massive assassination in like a foreign country and we want revenge because you killed like the guy who was going to be our puppet president and we're like a massive cabal of you know like oil barons or you know what i mean like anything why the plot is i don't want to pay him eight million dollars from his retirement fund which again i've already paid and I, I need that eight million dollars back. I could, you know, do more assassinations, or not have an eighty-year-old woman be my secretary in this mansion I use as an office. Like, fuck, bro, you don't need a building when you're a, you run a hitman cabal. Like, just, I mean, John Wick was just all like uh, scene girls on old typewriters. I don't know if you remember that scene from the third one. It's really weird. It's like they only hired girls who were like covered in tattoos and cosplaying Rosie the Riveter. No, don't remember John Wick three. <laughs> no, I missed that. Okay, well, dear listener, go watch John Wick three and and marvel like I did it. How they sort of went like the Matrix, and they just probably shouldn't have kept making them. Uh, conceivably so. I also love the movie's last two minute ditched effort to be like, hey, Vanessa Hudgens, she's. Oh really? yeah. Oh my she, god. She secretly had her family killed and forgave him for some reason. Well, yeah. So during the movie, in one of the many very unique takes on Hitman that you've never seen in a movie before, the Hitman loner who's kind of jumpy, uh, the Hitman who wants to live alone but is also has like a heart of gold. Uh, he's haunted by one time. The one time, again, he's a man who murders people for money. He shot up a card. It turned out the, the target's wife and kids were in the back seat, and he killed them except for one girl. And they never show that, but they keep hinting that something bad happened. Uh, and it turns out that the girl he left alive is Vanessa Hudgens' character, and he's been giving two hundred thousand dollars a year to her uh, so that she could, you know, have a life or whatever. And he feels bad, and he doesn't know it's her because he never followed up on what happened to her, which seems kind of odd if you're giving somebody two hundred thousand dollars. You think you'd be like, well, how's she doing? Is she at least doing okay? Like, do I need to give her more money, less money? Would it be better if I got her a job? It's also weird that in the only scene in which Vanessa Hudgens mentions a previous trauma, it's not that one. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, because she's lying to him because she she recognizes him the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Is the twist, but she's also been keep in mind while he was being tortured for four days, she's been being given heroin like every five hours. So I assume she's supposed to be like a heroin addict now. I didn't really understand that part at all. You know that seems sort of real dumb. Uh, 
but she's suddenly fine after being malnourished for four days given only you know smack uh and then she pulls a gun and has a really long conversation and he's like yeah go ahead and kill me and she doesn't do it and then you know she pulls the trigger and you hear a bang you're like oh man and then they come back and he's still sitting there and she's like you know do you know who hired you to kill my father he's like no and she's like well can we find out and he's like we can try and i was like you sons of bitches you ain't trying shit because there's no way they're making a sequel to this (laughs) yeah it's a it's a fucking ruthless attempt at a sequel um i hated this (laughs) yeah i i i did not like any the only part of it that was like maybe mildly interesting was the scene where he like killed the a-team because it was like kind of interesting except for the fact that like i genuinely it, still don't know when he figured out that he was about to be shot by a sniper if the, again if he yeah, also if, fell asleep in a chair in front of that window five nights previously in the movie so didn't yeah, the girl if the assassins were any good that fight would have been even more enjoyable because you would actually be you would actually see him outwit somebody who had well, it wits. Been, yeah, it would have been but better if, if, like, if, if during if, the sex if, she pulled out a knife. Or like she waited till he was asleep and she went to stab him and he like opened his eyes and she was like, oh my god. And he was like, he was like you know, I knew you were going to try to kill me. And then they get in a fight and then the sniper starts fighting and there's like something. But yeah, it was just really dumb. I, I, I mean, it did give us a nude, a nude Mads Milkinson like standing over a sniper in the snow with a pistol, which is pretty fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the sniper's reaction... Oh is, shit! It, yeah, it's like the reaction <laughs> a person has when they know their life is over is ah. It, it, he made he <laughs> made a noise. Up. <laughs> he made a noise like you. He was at like a baseball stadium and he dropped the last of his nachos. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Aww, I was, was going to eat those. Those were really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or like yeah, when you and, go to order like something at a restaurant, they're like, "We just sold the last." You know, arguably. Some of some of like post torture, you know, one eye mads covered in blood, like like fist fighting guards in like a, a dank hallway was pretty like fine. But again, but it all also the... was kind of dumb because like they were just in a hallway. How did they not shoot him? Uh, yeah, all of all of this. Why did they keep place, running to him? All of this taking place again, hours upon hours of after you had to sit through them just doing nothing at all. Also, keep so, in mind, um, he has been tortured for four or three straight days. There's no way. I, I, like, it was so dumb. I was like, couldn't he have escaped the first day? I, or something? Like, couldn't there be something interesting instead of it just being like, he all of a sudden is like, yeah. Nope, it's been three days. Now I'm going to escape. It was just really dumb. Pretty I dumb. really did not like this movie. I wouldn't recommend it. I, I would also say this is... It is not a movie. Like, no, it's the, not. If you were to remove, like, you watch, like, the first seven minutes where they set up uh, that somebody's killing the hitman, and he says that he doesn't want to pay him his $8 million, and then you cut to the scene where he's caught by uh, fucking Hooper, doesn't matter. You don't need the rest of the movie. Nothing that happens in between those two scenes matters at all. It has no effect on the rest of the movie zero i guess that he kills that guy's girlfriend but even that seems not that important either 
Like, you could cut out 40 minutes of this, this movie, and it would still here, make the same amount of sense, which is zero. I, I'll cut out an hour 40 for you. Don't watch it! Yes. I guess is that, uh... Yeah. You recommend not watching it? Don't watch it. It's, 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 it has no connection to the source material in any conceivable way, if you somehow heard of that and not the movie and liked it. Uh, it is, again, as you described, it is just a sequence of, like, porn and murder scenes that are barely stitched together by the thinnest threads of plot. Uh, and, uh, everyone's just sort of weird in it in an off-putting way. Everyone. Yeah, I, I think the moment, I mean, after, like, the first of, like, four title cards, it's like, this is bad, is when they got in the helicopter and they're playing, uh, Do You Remember? You know, that song? And yep. the lyrics appear on the screen, and there's and a little dot along. that's bounced, and I was like... It's not good. I was like, oh, no. Because I, I, all I remember is when this movie came out, they talked about how it was, like, super violent. And then I saw that, and I was like, oh, no, that means that it's, like, dumb. Like, it's yeah. du- It's just violence for the like, sake of violence. Like, John Wick is violent because it's a violent movie. This right. was violent to be violent. You know I mean? It was just violence for violence's sake, which is not interesting. So, yeah, I would agree with Ben. Never... I, don't even... I don't care. It's it, it just don't ever watch it. If it's like on like you're on an airplane and for some reason they're showing this, just crash the plane. Can I can I say that on the air? Uh, you did. <laughs> but FBI, I don't understand. Uh, 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 well, don't worry. Uh, they'll they won't just come bursting into your house and try and kill you for what you said. They will first send in someone <laughs> to have. To have, yes, if, if an have... attractive woman comes up to me and needs help, I'll know it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, and, and the first thing you have to do is have prolonged graphic sex with her before they'll even attempt an assassination. I'm, I'm going to be honest, Ben. I couldn't pick that girl up the way Mads Mikkelsen did. I, I, <laughs> they'd never be able to kill me because she'd be like, yeah, get up. and let's." I'd be like, no, I'm just going to keep laying here. Oh, this is so strenuous. Where's the target? Well, he tried to pick her up and put her on the table and he fell. <laughs> He's holding his <laughs> back on the ground. <laughs> he pulled his hernia. He keeps screaming, ah. They told me this could happen. I always forget. Bend at the knees. Um, well, with that graphic image of the intense, <laughs> yeah, everyone picture uh, 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 a pogues uh, naked, a partially nude pogues falling over and writhing on the ground. <laughs> it's my trick knee. It does this sometimes. Not only is that a great image, but that is somehow a perfect review of this film. <laughs> It's about as enjoyable as watching a nude me roll around on the ground saying my back hurts. It's not great, guys. Not great. Not great.